There is a time for everything, at least that's what the Bible says, but do we believe it deep down? Like, is it actually true? I'm excited about today's conversation and I'm really glad that you're here with me, so let's get started. Welcome to Her Pursuit, the podcast empowering moms to live with more peace, purpose, and fulfillment starting right now. Join me each week for honest conversations on motherhood, mental health, and growing in our faith. Together, we will explore practical ways to break free from survival mode and discover true peace for the everyday. I'm your host, Kaysen, and I'm so glad you're here. I love reading the reviews that you guys leave, and I wanted to read this one from Erica. She says, I started listening to Kaysen's podcast just this morning. I went back to the beginning and started from episode one. I was immediately hooked. She is so sweet and relatable, and I love her faith. She sounds like someone I would want to have as a friend. I love the info she gives and stories she shares. Thank you so much, Kaysen, for starting this podcast. It is definitely a game changer for me. Erica, thank you so much. I appreciate you taking a moment to write a review for the show. These are like oxygen for podcasts, y'all. They help the show survive and thrive, and I know that it seems so small and so insignificant, but it's actually crucial for growth, and I'm so appreciative for those of you in the audience who partner with me in this way because ultimately it helps other moms around the world connect with these episodes. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Okay, today's going to be one of those conversations where it's just super raw and vulnerable, and I'm just going to share some things I've been wrestling with in hopes of encouraging you right where you're at. Another episode was in the queue for this week, but I'm sitting down the day before, so today is Tuesday. This will air tomorrow because I feel like it's timely and I want to go ahead and share it and I just feel called to. So I trust that those who need this specific encouragement that this message is going to make its way to your ears. So I want to know, because this is me, do you ever feel tired? I know most of us are moms. like We're like, duh, Kaysen. Yes, we're tired. Physically, mentally, all the ways. But deeper than that, does your soul ever feel exhausted? Because mine does. And it has actually recently, I felt really exhausted and maybe even burned out. I've been really reactive. I've been really short. And that's always my red flag to stop and reevaluate. It's like on the outside, I'm slowing down. I'm making more space. But on the inside, I still feel rushed I feel pressure. I think in some ways I'm even striving in some areas, if I'm being honest. It's like I feel calm. On the outside, things seem calm, and they should be. But on the inside, there's this unrest and unsettledness. And I know we've all got things going on. We're all busy. We all have different responsibilities. We have goals we're working towards and habits and rhythms we're creating. And some of us are working on work-related things. We're all kind of pursuing something, right? And so I was on a walk a couple weeks ago. I try to do that in the mornings for a couple minutes before my girls wake up. And I felt such a heaviness. It was like I could feel it physically in my chest. And I think deep down, I kind of knew why. I knew I wasn't experiencing true peace and rest. And I was just striving, like I said. And so the next thing I knew while I was walking, like all of these questions popped into my mind. And that's kind of how my mind works. It's like many thoughts and even words sometimes come faster than I can process or take notes of if I'm writing. And so I wanted to kind of share these with you and hopefully they encourage you and maybe they prompt you to even dig a little bit deeper. So we're going to just kind of talk through these questions that popped into my mind. So the first question that I asked myself was, what am I chasing? Like, okay, Kaysen, you feel tired, you feel burned out a little bit, you feel exhausted and short, and you know you don't feel at peace right now in this moment. So what is it? What are, What do you want? What is it you're after? 
What are you longing for? What are you searching for? And what are you convinced is going to bring that rest or validation or purpose or whatever it is that you're seeking? So the first question that I asked myself, and maybe you might contemplate, is what am I chasing? Am I chasing anything right now? Especially if you relate to all the things that I just described. And so the next immediate question that popped into my mind was, was okay, well, how can I slow down? Like, how can I slow down and walk and step with the Spirit? It almost felt like me and God, me like the Holy Spirit and I were just not on the same page. And I was like, okay, I recognize this. And now what can I do about it? I don't think I need to speed up because like I said, I already feel that unsettledness. So I think that I need to slow down. And how can I slow down? And then my next logical thought was, okay, well, should I let go of something? Like many times I want to God, I want God to come and I want him to move. And I'm like, Holy Spirit, come like fill this place and fill my heart. But the truth is there's not much room left for him in my life sometimes, in my schedule, in my thoughts, and in my heart. So I thought, well, what do I need to let go of in order to make more room for God and to walk in step with him? And I see life in metaphors and so many things are just symbolic for me. And there's, I love word pictures and things like that. And I don't know if that's over-spiritualizing life in general, or if it's just how God made me to see the world. I like to think it's the latter, but I had this light bulb realization that fall is coming in just a few short weeks, Kaysen. You know, at the time this is all happening, this was a few weeks ago, early September. And so I was reminded that fall is a really great time to stop and evaluate, you know, where is my time going? What am I committed to? What's consuming me? And that's where I was kind of convicted the most is like, what's consuming me and what am I consuming? And I think it takes boldness. I know that it takes boldness to ask God if there's anything that we can let go of, if there's anything we should let go of, and even if there's anything that he wants us to start doing. You know, sometimes I don't think it's always, okay, well, I need to stop doing this, but sometimes I need to start doing something. And like I said, especially if you relate to that heaviness or busyness or unsettled feelings deep down, not just on the surface, like I really need a nap because there are seasons when I'm like, I'm just tired. I just need a nap. I need more sleep. I need to go to bed earlier. This is deeper than that. Like this is deep down in my soul and my spirit. My heart is just unsettled. And so all of this kind of combined, the more I thought on it, I think it took me like a day or two, but all of it prompted me to do another fast. And I fasted for the first time ever back in the spring, and it was glorious. Like, it was the most amazing thing, really, because I fasted from social media, and it just did a a number for my mental health. It was so good. And so I decided to do another 10-day fast leading up to fall, like the first day of fall. And I outlined the specifics for myself, you know, of the fast and what it would entail, what it would look like, because, you know, practically that's just how my literal brain works. I need to know, okay, the boundaries and kind of the rules, I guess you could say, because when you fast, you're fasting from something. And so I wrote out my specific request that I, you know, wanted to intentionally seek God for. And I've been doing that ever since. Now, I'm halfway through right about now. It's day six as I record this. And I know this sounds extreme. And it's like, is fasting really still relevant to our lives in 2023? Like, as a mom, is that relevant to me? And I would say, yeah, it's really relevant because there... I don't know about you, but for me growing up, I always thought, and even until recently, I kind of thought you fast just from eating. And sometimes people fast from food and in certain ways... Um, But it can be so much more than that. You can fast from many different things. 
And what God has shown me so far, which is not really the comfortable part or the the part I feel like that anybody really talks about as Christians, is uh, the idols in my life that I'm going to figure out, have to figure out what to do with that and how to figure out like, okay, what am I going to do about this? God's revealed this to me. He's shown me that this is an idol in my life and in my heart, I'm elevating this above his lordship in my life. Okay. How do I uproot that thing and get rid of it? How can I, like, how do I proceed forward? What do my next steps look like in that area and with those things? And so I think sometimes it takes shutting out the noise or deciding to exercise self-control in a specific area of our lives in order to not only seek God, but also to hear from Him. Because like I said, things just felt loud. A lot of times my internal dialogue gets like to level 1000 and I can't even hear truth. I can't discern truth. It's literally the thorn in my side. The enemy knows my weakness and he knows to attack me and my thoughts and like thoughts about certain things. And when those things get dialed up to a 10, I've got to figure out, okay, what can I do? What do I need to do to dial this back down and refocus on the truth? And so God's been really good so far. I mean, as he is, he's God and he's been faithful to show up. But the truth is what I'm being reminded of is that he never changed He never left. You know, my heart and my mind and my soul, they get so distracted and focused on other things. And then I start chasing and I run as fast as I can. Like I'm not even a fast runner, but like spiritually or mentally or emotionally, I chase and run after things so fast that I can't even change. Like I don't even have the power to change it or make it happen or do it any quicker or make it happen any slower, like slow it down. And so I don't know where this finds you today. I don't know how you feel as we approach a new season. Fall and winter, if I'm being honest, which I said I was going to be in the beginning, fall and winter are really hard for me. And I think there's a combination of reasons why, but I don't know that I've ever openly shared this like directly, but here we go. Um, I've dealt with abandonment and it's something that I've had to work through and it's kind of awkward to say and share and talk about. But I think part of fall and winter being hard for me and spiritually the fall and winter seasons, like when we experience those in a spiritual way, it feels like that God's taking something from me, like even good things. And my fear is that, well, there's a lot of fears there, but the main fears are that he won't give those things back. And even worse, that he's like completely absent, that he's abandoned me. You know, that when there's silence or what I perceive to be silence, that it means that he's left me and that he's no longer there. He doesn't hear me. He doesn't love me. He doesn't care about me. You know, why did you leave me here, God? Why am I standing here in fall or in winter all alone with nothing to show for it, you know? And if that's you too, I just, I wish I could give you a hug right now, first of all, and encourage you with this truth. Like we could just remind ourselves because I'm right there with you that he hasn't left us. He never will leave us and nothing about his character or his love for us ever changes regardless of the seasons that we face spiritually or emotionally. And so much goodness happens in fall and winter. And so that's going to kind of be my perspective going into these fall and winter months is it can be really easy for me and my personality type. I'm kind of a glass half empty. I know you're shocked. I know you're shocked. But if you've been here for any amount of time, you already know that. I'm kind of a glass half empty kind of girl and I just tend to 
lean that way and the you know something as simple as a season's changing it's not excluded for me so it's like it's going to be cold it's going to be dark there's not as much daylight it you know spiritually speaking it feels like there's nothing happening right in winter you think about like a garden and the seed is well there are there's nothing happening everything is invisible you can't see the work that's going on behind the scenes and under the ground literally But those seasons must occur. They have to occur in everyday life with farmers and in gardens and crops. And they have to occur in us in order for the growth of spring to even exist, right? And so I just want to encourage you that God is working always, even when we can't feel it, even when we can't see it. And maybe he's prompting us to evaluate, okay, what am I chasing? What am I running after? What do I need to let go of? Or what do I need to start doing? What's God calling you to? And like I said, I don't know where this finds you and filter it through the lens of your life and your relationship with the Lord and what He's calling you to. I wanted to read really quick before we leave because the title of the episode is A Time for Everything. And that came from Ecclesiastes 3. This has come up twice for me already that I remember. But it says, Ecclesiastes 3 says, For everything there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to turn away a time to search and a time to quit searching, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be quiet and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. And so it can be really easy to get weighed down by the what would seem like the negative parts of that verse, you know, dying, killing, tearing down, crying, grieving, all of those things. But the truth is, is that a time to laugh and dancing and being born and harvesting and healing, those things don't exist without the former. And so it's necessary and it's hard and it's not always, it doesn't always feel good. It's not always good. But we can trust that God is good and we can trust that there's so much goodness happening already in and through our lives and around us. And he is working all of those things out for us and for good and for his glory. And so I pray that if you needed this today, I pray it landed and I pray that it's made its way to you. If it did encourage you and you want to share it with a friend, if someone came to mind, send it her way. You never know the impact that that could have. That small act of obedience could impact her in a way far beyond what you could even ask or imagine or dream. Same thing is true for me when I sit down to record these episodes. I have no idea the impact. I just know that I want to steward the message and the encouragement that God's given me and share it with you all because I hope that it encourages you and I hope that it draws you closer to the Lord. And I pray that he speaks through my words that are fumbled and jumbled and sometimes probably don't make sense, but I pray that the spirit makes it clear to you because that's his job. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I'll see you back here next week, friend.